Hello, everyone. Welcome to WeaverCast. WeaverCast is a weekly podcast providing tips and tricks for Rapid Weaver and web design. I am your host, Joe Workman, an indie Mac and web developer based in the San Francisco Bay Area. This is show number 17, and today is Monday, February 3rd, 2014. WeaverCast is never longer than 10 minutes, so let's get started. So in today's show, sorry, I was uh, a little late. Uh, I was at a conference last week and whatnot, so had to uh, do the podcast a little bit late. Uh, I'll try to do two this week, though, so we catch up. And uh, But today we're going to go over some advanced uh, responsive layout. So I'm not going to really go over responsive web design. Kind of should already know that. Check out some other podcasts and whatnot and tutorials if you don't know what it is. Essentially, it's customizing your website so it looks good on all devices, right? The same website will look good on a mobile device, on a desktop device, on a tablet, so on and so forth. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on in and see some cool layouts. So let's quickly review some basic responsive layouts. Here we have two columns all the way to a five column layout. And if on the desktop, we'll notice that we have the columns laid out exactly how we think. However, on a mobile device, we can actually configure them to break into different layouts. So as you see here on the mobile device, I have all of these layouts defined so that they all stack on top of each other. This makes perfect sense because on a mobile device, having five columns wide, or depending on your content, even two columns wide can be just too much for the reader to actually read. It can squeeze things too small. So breaking that layout out into multiple columns is really important. And these stacks are really simple to configure. They work exactly like adding a normal two and three column stack to your page. However, there's a few new options on the settings that allow you to configure the breakpoint. So like when the two column stack breaks down to all one column, where does that happen? By default, it's set to the Kindle portrait mode, which is 600 pixels, okay? You can also, various stacks have ways to define which columns are breaking first. So on the two column, do we want, on a mobile device, do we want column two to be on top or column one to be on top? So check out throughout various settings, such as the, the two column stack has two column on stop on top, and the three column stack has a break column two first that defines whether or not column two will be on top of column three and column three are on top of two and so on and so forth. But for now, let's jump, jump into some exciting uh, new ways of doing some responsive layouts. Okay, so here's a sample layout that we're gonna be working on right now. Here we have on the desktop, we have some text that is aligned to the bottom of our image. And then on the mobile device over here, we have the text lying directly below the image. Now this may seem really simple, but let's see how to accomplish it. So to start off, I have a responsive two column stack. Then inside column one, I've added my image. Inside column two, I've added some text. Let's see exactly how this works. So if we look on the mobile device, it looks exactly pretty much how we want it to look on mobile. Uh, we have our image with our text directly below it. However, if we look at the desktop layout, the text is aligned to the top of the image, not the bottom. So how can we get that fixed? So in order to align the text to the bottom of our parent stack, we're gonna use target. Target is a great way of taking stack content and defining exactly the position relative to the page or the parent stack that you would like it to be positioned. So what in target I've done is I've defined the position of the text to be bottom zero and right zero. So we have bottom zero, right zero. 
Let's see exactly what this looks like. So in preview, uh, we're close, right? We have the text on the bottom. However, we don't want it to span the entire width of our container. Well, that's an easy fix. Simply go to target and set your flexible width to 49%. And that will make the content of target take up 49% of the width of the parent container. And that's exactly what we want. This is exactly what we want it to look like on our desktop. Let's see what it looks like on mobile. So as we saw in Rapid Weaver, the desktop version looks exactly how I want it. I have the image and the text aligned at the bottom. However, on mobile, this is exactly not how I want it, right? We've broken mobile. Before it looked great, but now it doesn't because Target has positioned the text to be 49% and then it's aligned to the bottom right of the container. Now, how can we take what we've set up as the desktop to look good and then how we set it up to look good on the mobile device and combine them. So this is where it gets a little bit tricky, so bear with me. What we're doing is we're combining the layouts that we had from example one and example two. The example where we it looked great on the mobile device and the example where it looked great on the desktop device. How do we merge those two layouts together? So when it looked good on mobile, we had the text show up basically at the top level. Um, it did was not within a target stack. However, we only want that to show up on mobile devices. So what we're going to do is we're going to use the responsive show hide stack. And I've added my text into a responsive show hide stack and set it to show when we've hit iPhone landscape. Conversely, we only want the target stack to be reflected above iPhone landscape. So on tablets and desktops, we want the target stack to text to show. So what I've done is I've added the text that was inside the target stack inside a responsive hide stack that will hide that text when we've hit iPhone landscape. Now, if you notice, we've actually duplicated some content here. It's, so we've duplicated the text stack in two different locations in order to achieve this. This isn't ideal, but it is just a very small amount of text. So we're really not going to see a lot of performance hit on our web page. So if we look at our content in the browser, we have exactly what we want. We have on the desktop browser, we have the text lines up perfectly with the bottom of our image. And then on mobile devices, it will line up directly underneath the image, just how we want it. So now let's look at our last example for uh, some responsive layouts. So here I've created a nice collage of images. I have a larger image and then three thumbnails directly below it. And what's great is these actually have a maximum width of right now set to 500 pixels. And after when it's reached that maximum width of 500 pixels, the content is centered. Then as the browser shrinks, we'll notice that uh, eventually when it hits 500 pixels, the content will dynamically start shrinking down with the browser window, yet my proportions of all the images remain the same throughout. So here is how I achieved this layout. Simply, I've placed a uh, placeholder stack, which is uh, essentially an image, my free image stack for doing placeholder images. But essentially, you're gonna want a responsive image here. Um, and then below this, I've created a response. I've used my responsive three column stack 
with three images inside of it. Now in my responsive three column stack, what I've done is um, I wanted to have as, as little gap as possible between the images. So I set up uh, my column width to be 33%, the column gutter to be 0%. Now I actually don't want the columns to break at all. I want it to be three columns throughout, even on mobile devices. So what I've done is I've set the uh, two breakpoints uh, to ignore break. Now with this layout, you're gonna to wanna to make sure that you have a break column two first checked or else it won't work. There are some small quirks there, okay? Now the last key to this is making sure that we have a maximum width set for everything. And to do that, we're using Jack. In Jack, um, there is a maximum width setting. So inside Jack, you go and you check min max width and we set the, I set the min width to 100 and the maximum width of 500. And uh, make sure that you set the alignment to center as well. And what this will do is once the content reaches 500 pixels, the content will stop growing. And then Jack will make sure that the content remains center on the screen. Now you may be thinking, what's the catch? This is too simple. This isn't hard, but here's where things get tricky. The trick here is with the image sizes. So as we see my larger placeholder image, I've set to 500 pixels wide and height, okay? My smaller images, I've set to 170, which is a little bit more than one third of 500, right? Now, however, I've these set to responsive, so they'll dynamically change sizes um, if need be. Now, however, with responsive columns, what I've done is, uh, what we've done here is we've set the columns to be 33% each, okay? Well, 33 times three is only 99%. What do we do about that extra 1%? So if we've noticed here, the middle image here is a little bit larger than the side images. And the reason for that is that the center column is actually gonna be 34%, not the 33% that we expected. Because responsive columns calculated out, it wanted to fill up that extra space because we said we wanted a 0% gutter. So the left and right columns are 33%, the center column is 34%. How do we adjust for that? Well, we know the width of our image here in desktop mode is 500 pixels. And we need to differentiate that by 1%. So 1% 1 of 500 is gonna be five pixels. So what we need to do is we need to add five pixels to the width of our center image. So instead of 170, we're gonna request a 175 pixel image. And if we notice now, it is exactly how we wanted it. The size of the center image proportionally takes into account the extra 1% that that middle column has, and it nicely lines up everywhere on every single edge. And if we check this out on our mobile device, we'll see that it still works perfectly. Everything is aligned from desktop to mobile on all edges. Now, if you will notice on the mobile device, we have one pixel thin white lines. And that's because the web browser didn't exactly calculate 34% 34 34 for that middle image. And it left a couple 
pixels on the left and the right of it. Let's see exactly what we could do, kind of a workaround to make that look a little bit better. So a quick shimmy for this is to essentially assign a background color to the responsive three column stack. So basically what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna set the background color of that stack to black. Now when we've done that, we'll notice that the one line, the one pixel lines aren't gone. However, setting them to black um, really just disguises them. So you hardly barely notice them at all. Um, actually, I kind of like it. Um, I, I think it adds a little bit of definition and separation between the smaller images. So there we have it. We have a great um, image layout collage layout that is responsive from desktop all the way to mobile devices. Well, and that wraps it up today, everyone. I hope you enjoyed uh, the show. Hope you learned a couple of little tips and tricks for uh, building some better responsive layouts. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please uh, feel free to shoot me a note. I'm on the various internets, at Joe Workman on Twitter and app.net. Uh, you can always email us at support at joeworkman.net. And as always, please uh, send us some feedback. Send us uh, exactly what shows you want to learn. What do you want to learn on these podcasts? Um, I want to do these for you so that you know um, you know everything and you're, be, you become a better weaver. Uh, so... Thank you very much. Check out my products on joeworkman.net. They, uh, you know, help fund these great free podcasts. So go ahead and peruse and uh, buy some stacks and have some fun. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye.